You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast. I am on the last day of my interview with Veronica Norwood, and I'm excited to bring the conclusion of our conversation to you for a number of reasons, but one of them is because there is such power in the testimony that she shares today as we talk about the God who is with us in transition, who comforts us in loss. We talk about her favorite things about being at the School of Ministry today, and so So there's so much that she has to share, and God is doing such a great work in her. And I want to take a moment just to share one of the scriptures that she highlighted during this episode, because I believe it really, really speaks to her overarching testimony of what has brought her to the school of what is God sending her out to do as she walks forward from this place in her journey. And it says in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation because it's just one of my favorite translations. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. And I want to go on to verse 2. This testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. And verse 3, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke in the invisible realm, gave birth to all that is seen. And so as we continue this conversation with Veronica today. Listen to how God took things that Veronica knew about him by faith and made them real to her through her circumstances. And so with that that said, I'm going to say a quick prayer and we're going to jump right back into Veronica's testimony. So Father God, I just, I'm so in awe and so enamored with you As you have been working through Veronica's life and all of the things that she's been sharing with us over the last week. And I pray, God, that your will would be accomplished through the end of her testimony today. And people would be greatly encouraged by what it is that she has to share as she brings conclusion to her testimony here at Blooming Inspired Network. Lord, it is so true what she says in this episode that we enter into your courts with um, enter into your gates with thanksgiving, and we enter into your courts with praise. And so, with that said, we just praise you for who you are. We praise you for Veronica's testimony and the work that you're doing in her life. And I just ask, Lord, that your will would be accomplished through every word spoken today, and everyone within the sound of my voice would hear about your goodness, would hear about your faithfulness, and would know you as a good father. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And now, here's the rest of Veronica's story. What's your favorite thing about your time at the school so far? You've been there for one semester. 
I have to pick one. <laughs> um, you know, this, it's hard to pick one. I mean, just in the in the top five would be um, Abby Stumble's class that I took, Loving Yourself Well. Break, the breakthrough that I received about through that process. But really, it's been a partnership of everything else that I've learned. You know, it's kind of like this thing that's been building. I I appreciate the value and the system and how they've how everything is so intentional. Mm-hmm. And they even say, you know, it's your responsibility to grab a hold of it and really take it for your own. And I think the value that they teach about honoring each other, you get to just see it in such a tangible way. Mm-hmm. And then that teaches you to honor others and really to honor yourself. It's really hard to say a favorite. I, it's just the whole process as learning what what it means, what Jesus did in you and valuing that value that's in you. So therefore you, and then valuing what's in others. Yeah. I can't, hard, yeah, that's a hard answer. <laughs> I guess all of it. <laughs> well, and there's more to come, you know, you, you mentioned yeah. your trip to the Philippines. When do you go to the Philippines? The end of March. And did, am I right? Did you get the word that your trip's fully funded or it's very close to that? Um, it is halfway. I think it's, I think it's just about halfway funded. So, okay, halfway. um, but I, I believe, like, I know that it'll be fully provided for. It's just, uh, just of like, okay, Lord, I, I trust you. And, um, he's, he's just come through. We've had different deadlines of, um, milestones of a certain amount due every step of the way, even if it's up to the 11th hour. <laughs> so, but the, um, the last but, time you got to pay it early a little bit, like it was, you got to pay it or on time. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was, it was paid. It was paid for before the, um, milestone of that payment due it was paid on time. I was like, yay, God. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that I would say one of the, one of the biggest breakthroughs I've had, um, it actually came through a loss. I lost my, um, mini schnauzer who she was eight years old. I lost her in the beginning of November and it was a sudden quick thing that was not expected, but really one of the sweet moments, like I, I lost her it was Monday morning and, um, I laid in bed just staring at the wall and I, I was like, I saw this vision of her running and playing with Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I guess if she's not here, if she's with you, at least, <laughs> at least I know she's with you. And one of my, my student, the students, one of my friends, she was riding her bike that morning and she texted me and I guess I'd fallen asleep and she sent me this message and said, I was riding my bike praying for you and I'm just grieving with you. And she said, and this white dog that looked like Sophie came running out of nowhere next to my bike. And I pulled my phone out trying to record it and I'm crying and I'm, and she's, and so she sent me the little quick, you know, like seven second video and, and it does look like Sophie and it like runs off into the light. (laughs) And she said to the Lord, she's like, she's like, God, that, that dog looks like Sophie. And he said, I know, I want you to tell Veronica that she's here with me and she's, she's not hurting and, you know, and I'm going to comfort Veronica during this time. And the, you know, just God, those you know, just to confirm in me that like this, this healing that he wants to bring and and know that God didn't take her. And that was not his plan. She was only eight. Um, but over the course of the next few weeks, as I was just grieving that process and letting myself grieve and, and, you know, not being okay. And, um, and then just even like, like this, anger that would rise up and say, well, why did I even come out here for my dog to die? You know? And 
I really got clarity that she was, she was going to pass even if I was in Texas. And, um, and I was like, okay, you know, like that, but you know, you know, I kind of got that clarity on that. Well, I was in what the enemy was trying to do through that loss of her. She really represented family for me and she represented my baby and just me having that nourishing, um, nurturing uh, place. And I, um, the enemy was trying to partner despair and all of the things that, you know, cause I've gone through divorce and not had a child of my own and, all of these pains, like these really big pains. And the enemy was really trying to partner this grief and the pain with me. And during um, one of the sessions, Bill was teaching and he said, he goes, I really feel like he taught on thankfulness mm-hmm. and, and he had us all stand. And he said, I really want to encourage you to put thankfulness on your lips. He goes, even through loss, even through hardship and in, in, in the midst of, of uncertainty, keeping thankfulness on your lips. And, you know, he was teaching from the scripture of Thanksgiving and enter the courts, his courts with Thanksgiving and pray. <clears throat> and so just in that moment, I was like, and we all, he said, just, just put thankfulness on your lips right now. And so we all, you know, as a, a group were being thankful. And I just said, thank, thank you God for Sophie. Thank you that I had her for eight years. And that's all I could say. And just, you know, through the tears of, you know, just working through that pain and, and the enemy was attaching a lot through that, that loss and pain. And there was something that shifted in that where I just started to be thankful. It's like, thank you, life. Thank you that I had her for eight years. And um, there's something that changed that next day that there was lifted off of me. Mm. That was the heaviness that the enemy wanted to attach to me, but it was like it broke off. That's and cool. yeah, and I just have continued to stay in that place. And I, you know, there was another moment it was trying to reattach itself. And I was like, no, I am so like, I'm, I'm thankful. Thank you, God, for your provision. And thank you for, for this and for that. And I just, I just started to, to stay in that place of thankfulness. And it's, it has taken me really back to, I feel like, you know, they say, you know, take going back to your first love with the Lord when you first came to him and you're just like, you're just, you know, just this tenderness and this sweet place. It has, there's been such deep moments with the Lord that I've been asking for and praying for that, not that I hadn't been connecting with him, but there's just, there's, you know, that place that you really connect mm-hmm. and you're like, he is so good. He really is good. He really is a good father. He really comforts. I mean, he, I didn't believe, I, I knew in my head he could comfort, but I, I start to believe in my heart now because of some of the things he's done and I've experienced his comfort. I, I, I can't explain, but I just know that he's a comfort. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but, but it was part of it was that I think was that, you know, the gate of thankfulness and, um, and sometimes it's through tears and sometimes it's through like, I've got this pain before me, but I'm, but I can be thankful for this. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. And, and it, that's has relieving and for, for provision and even for the ministry trip of like, you know what, God, you have provided in other ways. And, and I know you're going to provide for this. And I just thank you for, I thank you for this apple that I have. <laughs> it's so good. And like, it's just, it has shifted my thinking and, and it's like my heart is, isn't attached to things it goes back to it's attached to him and his goodness. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I love that. Your heart isn't attached to things. It's attached to him and his goodness. 
You know, mm-hmm. as you were telling that story about Sophie and you were saying that because you haven't had children, you really associated her with family. And I wonder how much of, of your grief over Sophie too is tied to the things that you feel like you, you might've missed, you know, um, mm-hmm. and things like that, but you didn't know you were supposed to grieve, but they all came in on you as yes, suddenly what you had valued as that kind of close child relationship. You were a dog mom. That's what my daughter calls herself. She's got two dogs. And, yeah. And everything. <clears throat> so, um, you know, so sometimes we don't know that transition brings grief, even if it's good transition, yeah. even if it's positive. And you've been through a lot of transition in the last year. And then you have this loss on top of all that change. It, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I really heard that in your story and just my, my heart was with you when you went through all that. So if people wanted to connect with you or to support you or to learn more about what's going on in your journey, how can they? Um, goodness. Well, through Facebook, um, um, it's Veronica Lynn Norwood. Um, they can definitely connect through that way. And I'm on Instagram. Um, I think Veronica Lynn is my Instagram thing, but, um, but through, I have a link, I have a link on my Instagram for if they wanted to give to my missions trip, um, that's there. I, I think I've been meaning to put the link in my bio of my Facebook page, but I just, I don't know if I've done that yet, but then, you know, within the next couple of days about the missions trip and people want to give towards that, then that will be a way. Um, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. And um, is there anything else that you feel like you want to share today before we close out our time? Um, I want to share just this, these two scriptures. Um, when I first was, and when I came here in February, 11, I just kept seeing that. And um, when I've been, you know, I've, I've heard some people say, you know, like d- transition, double transition. And um that's been happening. It feels like that has been like, there's been this transition and, and really being open to the transition of like, what does this look like? And, and God's transition is always good. Um, but um, I've had the Hebrews 11, one and Hebrews 11, 11, Hebrews 11, one is now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's um, 11, one Hebrews 11, 11 is, by faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child. And when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful, um, who had promised. And 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 maybe I mean I don't know what the plans the Lord has for me if I will actually conceive seed to have a baby. But I know that that can also translate that we receive the things that the the things He's put in our heart that there are seeds of part of our destiny and our journey and and. Um, what he wants to bring to us and, and take us in. And it's like when we receive the faith, like we, we just stay by faith. We partner with what he wants to do. Like it may not be a physical baby, but it might be the baby of a ministry or the baby of a dream or a hope or, or you know, a desire of something that he wants to do. And, and so in that transition that he's taken me through, I st- again, stay in that place of faith. And I just would encourage, you know, just the listeners of um, picking back up that, that dream, that desire and, and speak life into it. 
and attach faith to it because it really, um, you know, there's sometimes there's losses along the way and there's grieving along the way that happens. It doesn't mean that you're not meant to do it. Um, it, it can mean that it's just a part of the journey and we let some things go to step into the things that he has for us. So, um, yeah. So thank you again, Michelle, having me on. This has been really sweet and I just love you. And I just, I'm excited to see what this year is ahead, what he has for you. And, um, thank you for always being an inspiration to me and to others. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for being on the show today and sharing your story. I know it's going to be an encouragement to a lot of people and um, can't wait to see what God does in your year as well. And just get to watch all of these things unfold in your life. has just been a blessing and a joy to me as well. And even getting to partner in some ways and give financially to some of the things that you're doing. That's just been a great joy for me as well. So I'm, I'm grateful to be able to support you in whatever way I can. And this is just one of those ways of sharing my influence with you. So, um, yeah, so let's just close this out with prayer. And so father God, I just thank you for, (laughs) I thank you for the faith that you've been growing in her life, that, that you really do give us this gift of faith from the Holy spirit. And there's an opportunity for it to expand and grow and to become a consuming thing in our life that it can consume every area of our life, our thoughts, our, the good days and the bad days, the, the times when we feel very lonely and the times when we feel very full, that you are always there and you are always faithful and that our faith in you is not wasted. And so, God, I thank you that that's the thing that I come away from our testimony with is that you are doing such a great work through her life and through her testimony and through her willingness to submit, surrender, and do things that are so outside of what is normal for her. So Lord, I pray that in the year ahead that you would release and pour out and let your abundance and favor overflow in her life in a way that it never has before. I pray that you would um, surprise her with suddenly moments and that you would redeem back and restore back everything that has been lost or taken or even hidden away by the enemy. And I pray, God, that these mysteries would be delight and they would be sustenance to her, that they would carry her for many years to come as she begins to watch this grand tapestry of her life unfold before her and you reawaken the desires in her heart that have long lay dormant but are now only becoming awake. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just define purpose, you would define passion, and you would empower for calling over the next few months, and you would give clear direction as to what the next steps are for Veronica and for this journey that you've set her on in the last year. I just thank you for her faithfulness and the joy that she's receiving through the process of following you and receiving your strength through that joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It not Veronica's story so powerful and so inspiring that she would, in the, in the middle of her life, after 23 years in a specific career, lay everything down and walk forward in God's destiny, plan, and purpose for her life and take great risk to move forward and do what he called her to do. 
and even to trust him in the midst of loss and pain and transition in her life, that he is a good father, that he, that he will comfort her, that we, she can partner with him and know he is faithful to fulfill everything he promises, and that by just simply turning her heart to thanksgiving, that the heaviness falls off and it shifts her perspective so it returns her to her first love. You see, one of the most powerful things she said today was that her heart isn't attached to things anymore. It's attached to His goodness. So pick up that dream or desire and speak life into it and by speak life into it and attach your faith to his promise. And so with that said, I want to just close out our show today and encourage you to connect with Veronica. She's on facebook.com forward slash the Veronica Lynn. You can also find her on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash the Veronica Lynn. She is an amazing woman of God. She's an encourager. She shares inspirational videos and updates about her journey. And be sure to check out the links on our website about how you can support her at BSSM and in her journey. And I believe she has a GoFundMe too that helps her with her living expenses while she's there. Any of those ways that you could help Veronica, I know that she would appreciate it. And it would be a seed sown that you will reap a harvest from someday when someone else sows into your life when you're fulfilling God's call and purpose. Said, I want to. I want to tell you about something I'm so excited about. We just finished our very first blooming inspired retreat on Saturday. Saturday morning, um, we concluded a retreat. Three women came, and we had a prophetic retreat where there was time of encouragement. There was a time of a, a short time of equipping in the prophetic. It was a weekend of gift giving. They received many gifts gifts throughout the weekend in addition to the words. And one of the ladies remarked that it was the one of the only retreats she had ever been on where she felt like she had rested by the time she left the retreat on Saturday. And I think a retreat should be about rest because we're supposed to live from a place of rest. And so it's very exciting to get that kind of feedback at our retreat. And with that said, God is already helping me to plan the next Blooming Inspired Retreat. It's going to be all about defining your passion and how that ushers us into our purpose. How do we allow that to move us into our purpose? How do we grow to understand um, who Christ is in us, how he wants to express himself through us, how did we get uniquely gifted, and what are our strengths and our weaknesses, and what are our experiences that define our passion and lead us into our purpose? And how do we pursue being equipped in our purpose? That's what we're going to be talking about. The dates are, put them on your calendar, April 4th through the 6th. You're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I believe we're going to be out on the lake in Granbury. Um, if, if I can secure the location quickly, I'm sure that's where we're going to be, and I'm excited about that. We have space available for 13 participants. 13 participants. That's a very limited amount of space. 
So if you want to come to this retreat, you need to get online today, bloominginspirednetwork.com, click the events tab, click the link for Prophetic Retreat April, and register today. The registration is $225. That will cover all of the materials that we provide at the retreat, as well as five meals and two nights sleeping accommodations in this home. And I want to just encourage you, it's $225, but you can break that up in three payments. Register today and you can break it up into three payments of $75 each or two payments of $112.50 each. And if you pay that payment today, the, the final payment has to be made by March the 15th. So I'm asking you to prayerfully consider joining us on this retreat. God's going to do something brand new in your life. He's going to reveal to you exactly what it is that He's been shaping and making you for. And it's all about His profound glory, but it's all about figuring out where, who you are, and how He created you, and what He made you passionate about leads to your purpose. It's a dream activation retreat. It's about God breathing on the desires of your heart and bringing life to them. And so I would love to have you join us. Again, that's bloominginspirednetwork.com. We also have a link up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bloominginspired. You can find us at Twitter, twitter.com dash slash bloom inspire net and you can also find us on instagram at blooming inspired we'd love to connect with you if you have questions would like for us to pray with you you can dm us anytime we do try to respond to those promptly when we receive them and we're looking forward to what god's going to do this year tomorrow i'm going to be sharing about the retreat and how god downloaded an overview for this entire year for the network and for my personal life after I got home and took a little rest, I woke up and he just began to speak to me about what's coming in this year. And I can't wait to share these things with you. So with that said, don't miss tomorrow's show. Go to the website, register for the retreat. And remember, blooming where you're planted is the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your lives blooming alive. You have been listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Central Time. To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and select the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening.